Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to House of Property. It is Thursday. If your financial year runs from the 1st of April with the tax year, you're halfway through your year. I've just literally given up trying to get diesel after circling around more petrol stations this morning. What a week. What a week. Good morning, Grifter. It's lovely to see you. How has your week been? It's been a good week. It's been a good week. It's my daughter's birthday today, so it's hey. really, really exciting. I know. It's really cool. And I just had a little memory. Is she, 20, is she 27? You're so not funny. She's 12. <laughs> um, and um, and she's at that stage where it's not really very cool to like be nice to your mum anymore. It's not really very cool to get excited about birthday presents. And so it's just a question of like opening one and going, thank you, putting it to one side <laughs> and then going to get ready for school. It's like... Oh, <laughs> and I've had a memory pop up on my phone just a minute ago, and it was like when she was really little and, and lovely, not that she's not lovely now, um, but when she was really little, and we were at the zoo, and we're going to the zoo on Saturday, just her and me, because she said, I just want to go to the zoo, because it'll be like the last time I go to the zoo, because I'm quite grown up now. So I was like, okay. Wonderful. Oh, well, very, very many Happy returns today. Thank you, thank you. And how's your week been? Yeah, it's been a good week, hasn't it? It's been a busy... I can't quite believe it's Thursday already. Um, been a busy week. It's a crescendo time, isn't it? Stamp duty incentive finishes today, which I know in some parts of the country makes very little difference and diddly squat difference. And interesting to see the Land Registry report come out that North Devon has seen price rises increasing by 22% on average. So mm. um, that means you have to get your fingers and your toes out to be able to add up how much house prices have gone up in your neck of the woods. But a busy, busy time as we come to the end of stamp duty. Um, I had a call with my sales progressors yesterday and I de I dedicated the um, David Getter track Titanium um, to them not because they're a bit rusty and titanium <laughs> is corrosion resistant, but the lyrics that go, I'm bulletproof, nothing to lose, fire away, fire away. And my goodness, do these guys feel like that's how their life has been over the last few weeks with some very rude people, um, both yeah. within the profession, within the convention profession and of the general public. Um, yeah. Uh, we, there will be about 140 completions this month. We've got 27 simultaneous exchange and completions taking place today. If we get to 4.30 and all 27 of those have exchanged and completed, I will be astonished. But uh, <laughs> we've got a lot going on at this moment in time with this artificial but very useful inflation mm. to the and, and incentive in the housing market comes to a sad end. Well, I wouldn't say sad end. I mean, we've got to kind of like drive over the line, haven't we? But there's been some real challenges. So you talked about your simultaneous exchange and completions. And the banking system has, again, I wouldn't like to say been brought to its knees, but by God, this week it's been challenging. It's sort of like, well, I sent the monies on Friday and it's now Tuesday and they're still in the system. They're still yeah. coming through. So we've just, the light is so close on that tunnel, isn't it? We are so almost there. And and, um, and I didn't I didn't have a team meeting this week, but we had a um, well, not a morning meeting. So we had a, a team meeting last night. So we shut the office early and it did involve a little bit of alcohol <laughs> of <course it> <laughs> <laughs> on the basis of, right, come on, then let's just kind of just pat ourselves on the back. We've done a really good job. Um, and actually, the general public, we all said it'd be great 
if it wasn't for the general public. It would be great if it wasn't for clients, because like you said, we, we've got these challenges and, and, and people have been unpleasant, not kind. They've been rude. Um, it's uh, it's look, you know, contact me. I am your only client. No, you're not. I've got lots of others, but I'm trying to make you feel like you're my only client. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a challenge. And I know that one estate agent, Morris Kilbride, I think it is, has been really um, caught, you know, hauled through the coals and kind of his tweets have gone viral just by putting out a be kind tweet. And it's been picked up by the press, not just the property press, but I think on a bigger, bigger basis as well. And he's had some really mean comments and, and bits come out there. But we get a bad rap, but by God, the man and woman on the street have not been gentle and pleasant in their conversations with us. They really right. haven't. And interesting times ahead. Do you think then, so we're going to wake up tomorrow, the 1st of October, on the Friday morning, we're going to wake up and we're going to go, oh my God, it's dead. No phone calls. Uh, do you know what? I am sick to death of a couple of doom mongers within our industry in particular that turn around and say that following a boomer is always a bust and I've made more money in a recession, so there's good times to come. Um, where actually the housing market, as we say, week on week is still in a good place. Mm. It has revved back up. I had yeah. a very nice lunch with a competitor the other day um, who's a friend, but also a former competitor. And um, he was saying exactly the same. The market, a little bit quieter in August, holiday season, revved yeah. back up into September, not just on um, exchanges and that crescendo for the stamp duty, but new inquiries, new applicants, market appraisals, all up month on month. Yeah. Um, it's a good it's a good time to be in the housing market and far better than that uncertainty that we had um, racing up to Brexit and general election through 2017, 18 and 19. So yeah. um, enjoy it while it's here, isn't it? You know, let's just live, live in the present and enjoy the day that we've got ahead of us. It's very, very good. But it is, as we always keep saying, it's busy and things are things are stressy at the moment. But be yeah. kind. And poor old Morris. Yeah. Um, and um, and he's a nice guy, Morris, isn't he? Yeah. He's a kind guy. That's what. Uh, that's where the irony is, isn't it? But um, know, as we said, we ended our show last week. We just be kind, um, yeah. and everybody should just take a breath. And that takes me on to something that I've been reading about this week, which I wanted to bring up in today's um, cast, and it is email etiquette because sometimes <laughs> it's easier to be unkind on an email than it is if you've got the bravery to pick up the phone and be unkind somebody will do it face to face or um, or it's interpreted the wrong way you type it in such a way and the and the recipient interprets it in a way that you didn't think that they would yes yeah and that's always the case in yeah. any written word but there is certain things that get on my wick when it comes to emails, there is certain lines that people put in emails that really get my goat. As per my last email, as per my like, you obnoxious sod. As per my last email. Get it email, off your chest, Martin. Get oh, it off your chest. Come on, it's a cathartic like, podcast. It's today. like therapy, this, isn't it? But <laughs> as per my last email, for future reference, oh. you know, for future reference, just makes the blood boil inside of. Yeah. Do you have this? Do you have examples of? Is there anything that people put in emails? Have I put anything in an email? To yeah, get, I, <laughs> get I, I, your I, it. I love it when people say, "Just to make sure we're on the same page." Mm, yeah. yeah. No, we're not on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, going forward, moving forward. It's like, yeah. oh, for God's sake. 
moving forward. Let's draw a line under this. No, let's not draw a line under this. Or to bump this up your inbox, which I think is quite rude. <laughs> <laughs> to bump this up your inbox. That's it came through to me this week. Yeah, you, you've been ignoring me. I've emailed you on multiple <laughs> occasions. <laughs> so it. email etiquette. Be kind in everything, including emails. Yeah, my, I know. Just a gentle reminder. <laughs> yeah, just yes, a gentle reminder. Yeah. Like yeah. Yes. Anyway. I know. So nights are drawing in. Just a little shout out to everyone. We did touch some months ago on episode whatever about staying safe and um, mm -hmm. being secure. And obviously we're kind of trying to be back to normal, but the nights are going to be drawing in soon. And we've just got to remember that if we're going out and doing viewings into the evening, we are checking that we've got a safe word. We are checking that people know where you are because there's been a few kind of high profile, really unpleasant things happen recently. And not only do we need to be kind to each other, but we need to stay safe. And we talked and promoted the Holly Guard app, didn't we, Mark? and some some episodes back and I just wanted to remind everyone about that I'll put the link in the comment section um, but it's just a really good app on your phone and you can shake it and it will alert um, you know your friends and it will alert the police to your location it will track you um, so just just remember that and just other things like don't forget, whilst we've got great manners, you know, let your viewers go into the property first. No, no, after you, you, you go first. You know, things like that, just so you've got a safe getaway. Um, think about, I mean, we hate being put in difficult positions, don't we? And I know that um, we had a chat some, some time ago about actually when push come to shove, you know, someone came up and like pushed you, Martin, or did, and you kind of like wanted to scream or run away or whatever, but you didn't because you kind of like, you're in that moment, you're like, oh my God, oh my God. But just think about have a have a have a line have something that if if a viewer is making you feel uncomfortable if the gut feeling is something's not right have a oh gosh I've just left some documents in my car I'm just going to pop back there you know have something just in your head that you can replay you know on kind of like autopilot as it were so you don't kind of freeze if you're put in a difficult position and and with your cars obviously if you've got diesel and petrol that's great um but with your cars make sure it's parked in a way that you can't be blocked in so you can get away you know and and just stay safe so i don't know whether you've had any incidents martin because yeah unfortunately you know, over the last couple of weeks last couple of weeks i've had an a incident that um ended up involving the police um because all done over the telephone and um a, an unpleasant person ringing up um, a number of members and colleagues within my team including some of the senior management team and speaking in a way that made people feel very uncomfortable um indicating that they'd been a, that this person had been studying the staff photographs on the um on the website and um just as an employer it 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 shakes you, doesn't it? You know, it just yeah. makes you go. Um, and fortunately, we do a lot of um, loan working training, and everyone feels very comfortable. But you just, you know, as a as a, you you realise, especially with everything that's going on yeah. the news this week, um, that we are vulnerable. It doesn't matter if you're male yeah. or female, young or old. Um, one of the best advice that we and I have had, I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast in the past. Um, I've worked with firms where we've actually brought in as a bit of fun almost self-defense coaches into oh. um into team meetings to just to yeah and they ended up throwing me around a bit, which they that all the colleagues team thought was brilliant. But one of the pieces of advice is that advice that he gave, which I always think and always pass on whenever I'm doing any training in this area, is 
not only arrive and know where all your exits are mm. and, and know the property, but clear away any sharp objects. So if there's a knife block mm. on the kitchen table, on yeah. the kitchen worktop, put it in a cupboard. Um, yeah. And so you're moving sharp objects away just in case, because you can never be, yeah, that's true. Uh, never be too careful. Um, which is a shame that we have to talk like that, but it's really, really important. Really, really it's, important. And it it's all came to me this week. It's also educating your vendors and your landlords as well. Um, and I suppose tenants, if you've got a property that's coming up for rent and that actually people do, um, you know, people, I said general public, um, they do push the boundaries, you know, and you might have a board up and it will say, uh, you know, by appointment only, but someone will go and knock on that damn door. And it's not everyone, but someone will, or they'll see the paper, or the newspaper advert, they'll see a write me advert. I don't know, I, I went back to the 80s there with newspapers, sorry about that. Were we in the newspapers? Yeah, God, I don't know, a slip of the tongue there. Um, or on your, on your website and they see your photo um, of a property and they know what it is and they ring you up and you go, I'm really sorry, I can't can't do a viewing today I can't do a viewing till Monday and I've had exactly this once so I'm really sorry we're we're not launching the property until Monday we've got viewings you know from Monday um because I want to view this weekend I want to view on Sunday so I'm really really sorry that is the one day that I have as my day off currently um and uh okay fine and so they go up to the house this chap went up to the house and he went into the garden where my clients were and he said oh I'd like to view I can't view next week the agent won't let me see it so I, I can't you know you think that is not the case um and my clients let him in. Now, we are here, yeah, to act as that extra safety barrier. We mm. are here to, to vet those people before they come in, in, in the front door. And I think that, again, we've probably forgotten to, re and I certainly had in this instance, to say, sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, you know, someone, they might come and knock on the door. Don't let them in. We accompany all the viewings. It's that extra check. They just let a stranger in, you know? And we need to educate, don't we, again? So it's about not just us and people working for us staying safe, but it's keeping our clients safe as well, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. So you've heard me talk a lot and bemoan a lot uh, recruitment and how difficult recruitment has been over recent weeks. Yeah. Um, but I just want to go full circle on this because over the last couple of weeks, um, I have had joined the team, somebody from a large corporate agency, someone from um an agency with purple colored boards um and one um and um, one from the airline industry oh my goodness you know when you just sign brilliant people it feels really good are you patting good. yourself on the back no, no 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 i'm patting them on the back because <laughs> my goodness have i fallen lucky with some absolutely awesome people that have come along so what i would say is it is hard recruiting at the moment and you have to bend and be flexible and you know i wanted five days a week with a saturday presence um on occasion and i've had to do one part time i've had to start one slightly later because it fits around their hours of their family but it's just a good reminder that you, if you bend a little bit and you bring the right people into your business and you land them properly and you give a good induction and the whole team welcomes them then special people can make a big difference to your firm and really, really good. So just stick with it. I've kind of, I've moaned a lot about it, but now I think, yes, this is good. We can stick with it. It's, so you're kind of at the moment a big advocate of recruiting out of the industry, but having those customer care skills. What, what is it particularly that, that you went, actually, do you know what? Or did you just like them? Well, I think likability within our industry is really important. But I do think that 
Um, we all of us that have been in agency for a little while and with external training support can make somebody a brilliant estate agent. But can you make somebody a brilliant communicator? Can you can you train somebody to have empathy? Can you train somebody to be a problem solver? Can you train somebody to be hungry? Can you train somebody to want to wow everybody that they speak to and, remark, and give remarkable customer service? I don't think you can. That's personality traits that you're either born with or you've developed over, over your life experience. Um, I'd much rather in recruit on personality rather than skill set. Sometimes you have to bring a skill set in. There's a smaller team and you just need an experienced person. But often they bring with them habits that don't conform with your own business. So you kind of got unteach some bits to reteach them and um or listen to some of the things that they've been doing in other businesses and adopt and adapt and bring those skills in and I think have the trust in some of those people that have been within the industry to do that. But much better for me to recruit somebody on personality type and then give them the skill set. And it takes time and it takes investment. And that might not be your time and it might not be your um, your coaching. It might be that you have to bring somebody else in. But 100%, you can build upon people's knowledge skills. And industries that I find that work really well, coming from um, one industry to our industry, um, recruitment, obviously, um, health and beauty. The amount of people that have worked within the beauty industry that yeah. have come into a state agency and particularly letting agents. I know of two awesome um, property managers that have been working in beauty industry before because they're great communicators. They, ha they can't walk away halfway through doing a treatment, however difficult it could be. Brilliant, brilliant property ma um, managers. The airline industry, they're spent yeah. hours in the air with somebody who's grumpy, they can't get away, or maybe someone that's nervous, somebody that feels uncomfortable. Um, really really good um, and hospitality hospitality again and i was talking to a young guy really young guy wasn't my agency in another agency i popped in to a, um, a agency that i used to work in and they recruited a guy i'd only been there two weeks he was probably early 20s and we were talking about what skill sets he could bring from his hospitality industry into a state agency not only can he make a great cup of coffee but the fact that he can communicate with people that he can want to please people and help people and with them work through their problems and that is if you go in see a costa coffee or a boots or a wh smiths and you see somebody who's awesome they're the sort of people that you want to be talking to and I think in some industries, and I know ours as well, if you're a bigger company, that occasionally they have those like little business cards that are like talent cards that you kind of give out. I know of some agents that have done that, that have got your details on that says, you know, I've had a great experience with you today. You're awesome. If you're ever thinking of changing careers, here's my details. And it's just a little talent card. And I quite like that. I like that idea. That's it's a really cool, good idea. It? It's quite really, cool. really good idea. So it's about empathizing it's a, it's a people's business isn't it and like you failed to say there about the retail industry so if someone's got say training with marks and spencers or john lewis or someone that's another you know amazing kind of amount of training they've gone through and i do think that we do lack that i know i know the new word now is um it's not training it's onboarding isn't it that's that's the new <laughs> it's so training yeah. but um Induction. Yeah. And as Sue has said, you know, bringing younger guys yeah. into the industry and training them up, you're not untraining bad habits, you're training them up, bringing them up really well and seeing that investment. Lots of apprenticeships out there at the moment and things yeah. like that. You know, we're talking about being kind. Did you know what the zero said to the eight? 
Did you know what the zero said to the eight? No. That belt looks good on you. <laughs> Where do you get these from? Do you like? It's just, is this from your dad? I'm just like, oh my lordy, oh my god, oh my god. So we haven't talked about the big thing that was launched last week, have we? The Apple iPhone 13. Oh, you and your gadgets again, isn't it? Have you got one? No, but I've been looking at it because I've been told that it's not a lot of difference to the current iPhone, yeah? The latest. The iPhone iPhone 7? The iPhone 12. Oh, 12, okay. Yeah. Um, But actually, on reviewing it, I think that it may well be worth having a little look at it because apparently it's got a 28-hour battery. So that is the biggest issue with the iPhones is that you use it, you do your videos, you do your lives, you do, you know, you go out in the community and you do, you know, your interviews with local people or you, oh, this is one of the most sold streets and your bloody battery goes and Apple have been really bad with this. Or you get to a year old and then suddenly it won't charge fully and you've got no battery. And we use our iPhones. I use it all the time. It is with me all the time. Um, So I may just have to, in the... It's kind of like for research purposes, have to uh, go for the iPhone 13 and then come back and let you all know how good it is or or not. But I'm definitely an Apple person. I'm definitely a techie person. Have you come across any new tech then apart from the uh, iPhone 13? No, no. iPhone 13 is is very good. And just just, I have the same problem with my iPhone 7 battery. Um, But for £25, I bought one of these little blocks and it's another battery. And you just plug it in. So it's a bit cheaper than going for the iPhone 13. Stay ahead. You've got to stay ahead of technology. You've got to stay ahead of technology. Just saying. So, and there's been lots out there at the moment. The Negotiator Awards, isn't it? They've just announced their shortlist. You've got Peter Knight's um, percentage of like 5% of the UK estate agent, which is all very interesting conversations going on on social. Um, Awards. Yes or no? A big thumbs up or a big thumbs down or a... Mm. Oh, I love an award. I love an award. You know, I like a trophy cabinet. I'm a Nottingham Forest supporter. We don't have many trophies in there. So um, I love a trophy. I love a trophy. Uh, And I like the awards. And I think at the end of the day, what do these events do? They give some good news stories about the industry. They highlight some strengths and some good ideas that people can talk about. They're brilliant for networking. We've been cooped up for nearly two Mm. years. Let us back out and talk to people. (laughs) Shake somebody's (laughs) hand. I mean, I remember going to the Property Mark Conference in February 2020 and shaking most of the hands of the people that were in there. If I'd only known that six weeks later, most of them might have had COVID, I probably wouldn't have shook their hands and then eaten my sandwich at lunchtime. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But... um, yeah, no, good awards out there. But also what's been quite nice about the last couple of weeks is there's also been a lot of highlighting of charity um, yeah. work within our industry as well um, and some really good recognition of some of the charitable work that takes place. And we are good as an industry at that, aren't we, in terms of yeah. helping yeah, we people are. And, and getting involved within our industry, yeah. Yeah, within so, our communities. So on the awards front, I I don't know, because I've kind of like entered awards for the last 10, 12 years. And okay? never won any. That's not the case at all. I can't even put it in my natural program to show you the trophies that definitely are in the cabinet. Um, but it's not time to put an award submission together. And it, and whilst it was there sort of saying, do you know what, yeah, I concentrate on my business, I can look at these, you know, all these different things. 
I go to awards and there are so many people I've never heard of and yet they're meant to be the best agent in the north or what and it's hmm, you know oh are we do we need a new thing as agents there you go that's a challenge for you what do we need to do maybe awards have been done and dusted we need something else Mm. So you have to recognise. So back in the room then? You want to be back in the room or are you happy to do virtual meetings? Or do you like a bit of hybrid? What's what's the thoughts? Because we are all opening up again. We're still dead busy. Have we not become a little complacent? Actually, it's quite nice to be sat in your office or working from home and you don't have to, like, put your trousers on. You just have to put your suit top on. You don't have to get out and shake people's hands if that's a thing anymore. Um, What do you think? Back in the room, yes or no? Oh, it's hard, isn't it? I don't think there's a definitive answer at this moment in time. Um, There's still very much... And I quite enjoy the fact that both areas are working it's certainly within the training sphere um lots of firms are enjoying the fact that you don't have to take a day to travel up to london and um be arrive on a five o'clock train to go and do seven hours in a, in a room and then mm. not get back until 10 o'clock but then there is some a huge amount of value by being in the room with the trainer and having conversations with other people it's far more stifled on most virtual training um meetings wise and conferences they're starting to come back face to face and i think some of them um and the audience levels are starting to grow aren't they so people yeah. seem to be wanting to go back into the room or have a mixture of the two so i think it's very early to call where it's all going to end up i love the flexibility of virtual in some formats you can do it really really well um and it actually you're now starting to see two tiers of meetings and training virtually. You can yeah. see it be done very well and you can see it be done very badly. Yeah. So um, people are really getting the, the hang of it now, which is um, which is really good, really well, good. I think it's a mix of the two. There's no substitute, like you said. Actually, if you're wanting to brainstorm or do you want an idea and you kind of like, you need to, you've got to be in the room. And I think that, that whilst people like going to conferences, they like going to meetings, it's actually chatting to like you next to me going, have you had this happen to you? Have you had, and it's that I think that it's the it's the little conversations, the networking thing, isn't it? No. That you get out of it, not necessarily learning everything. We should never underestimate the value of water cooler conversation. You know the amount of if that's in the office, and and this is our industry has gone back into the offices very very quickly. We've yeah. been we feels like we've been back in the branches for months and months, and we have in many cases safely cautiously etc but yeah. we are an industry of people that want to be back together we are in the minority compared to the rest of the world out there and they're only just tackling it but the value that you get by bringing people together face to face and the sparking off and the ideas that you get and the um the the conversations that happen and develop that you would never do in a very formal right i've got 45 minutes on a microsoft teams call um it's massively important getting back out there um and also just there's diff- I, I do think we've got a situation where, and this is perhaps a topic for another podcast, I had a meeting with a guy the other day. He says, you, look, Martin, you've turned up looking really smart with a pair of shoes on, a pair of trousers and a shirt and a jacket on. I've turned up with my trainer's shorts and a T-shirt on. Had we met two years ago, I'd be dressed similar to you. It feels like you've clicked back into business mentality and I haven't quite got there yet. And I thought that was a very honest conversation. But also... There is some standards, isn't there, that, you know, we used to turn up all suited and booted. Well, maybe suited and booted isn't what we turn up in now, but there's some. there has to be some level of respect for the people that you're working with. Flexibility. Flexibility. But, but also that you, that you professionalism to make sure that it is a business situation. So hmm. I think it's... Um, 
I think it's it's interesting times, really interesting times. I'm loving it because that overstated sentence of the new norm that we saw mm. 18 months ago, put that to one side, but it is lovely watching cultures develop in front of our eyes. So what are our key takeaways then for our listeners today? What are our key takeaways? The first one is be kind, isn't it? Be kind. Don't be an idiot on email. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay, stay safe. safe. Stay safe. It's a team game. Make sure that you are um, make sure that you are keeping in touch with people when you're out on appointments and, and looking Definitely. safe. And from a sales progressor's point of view today, if you're progressing any sales, I go back to those lyrics from David Getter in Titanium. I'm bulletproof, <laughs> nothing to lose, fire away, fire away. Good luck. <laughs> so oh, I think as well, make an impact. You know, we're driving through now. We've talked about a 90 days to the end of the year. It's less than that now, isn't it? Make an impact, be different. You know, you've got a few months just to roll in through and there's still really good you know, money, good business to be had. I've also got down here, focus, be focused. Don't take your eye off the ball just because we're going to the 1st of October tomorrow. Stay focused, make an impact, make, an make impact. a difference. Yes, very good. So that's really our tips for you this week, listeners. So we hope you've enjoyed that one. Um, just to remind you that our shows are totally unscripted. Occasionally we might have a, a pinger <laughs> that comes up from LinkedIn that something might be trending that we kind of focus on. But generally, it's Martin and I having a chat about our lives, a little bit of property, a little bit of people, and just generally giving you as much advice and guidance as, as we can. So watch this space. We're hoping to actually get together in a room together, aren't we, soon, Martin? Wow. So we can do this brainstorming so we can put together some more exciting challenging content some giveaways some workbooks maybe a planner or two you never know watch this space and as we say be kind stay focused make a difference see you next week <laughs>